Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Bear podcast. First things first, I just wanted to let you guys know that I made an Instagram account for this podcast. If you guys want to give it a follow at Soul Bear Podcast, no capitals, no spaces. On there, I'll be posting updates, new episodes, words of encouragement, and really just a platform for for me to hear you guys' feedback, any comments, you know, just to talk and all that. But anyways, that aside, let's jump right into today's episode, which as you've already probably read by the title is why am I doing what I'm doing? So this topic, well, first of all, I just want to say that this is not um, in connection to my podcast as in why am I doing this podcast, but an overall or overarching question of why are we doing what we're doing in our walk of faith? Why are we serving in ministry? Why why are we on this journey towards Christ? And why are we reading his word every day? What are we on this journey for? And all of that. In summary, what is our motive? What is our purpose or what is the purpose behind the lifestyle we live who and what we are doing it for there's a saying that goes familiarity breeds complacency and this applies to uh, just about anything in our lives really with work with school with relationships when we start to lose focus on the meaning and purpose of the things we do or the things we pursue we can become less intentional and lose dedication, either going into cruise control, autopilot, becoming stagnant, and worst of all, not caring. Or sometimes we can even simply get derailed because we get distracted. Distracted by other people's achievements, what people should be doing or what we think people should be doing, this and that rather than keeping our eyes on Jesus and focusing on the quality of our own conduct. As it tells us in Galatians chapter 6 verses 4 to 5, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else, for we are each responsible for our own conduct. It is good to check up on our brothers and our sisters and to make sure that they're on the right path, but we must not get carried away in dictating or meddling in their affairs, let alone how they should be doing their life. Though at the end of the day, this does take wisdom and discernment with the help of the Holy Spirit, learning when we do have to get involved, how, why, and what for, and having the right motives. For every person and every situation is circumstantial so don't take my word for it quote unquote but go to God which in all cases and all circumstances we should be going to him looking to his word for proper guidance and instruction because God knows best but getting back to the point that we are each responsible for our own conduct we must get into the habit of regularly checking ourselves, examining ourselves and our actions, our motives, and most importantly, our hearts. For it tells us in Proverbs 16 too, people may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. 
The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And really, it all comes back down to humility. Do not think of yourself too highly, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And as it tells us in 1 Peter 5, 5, Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Let us not get into the habit of comparing, probing, judging, or criticizing others, but if ever, to do so righteously, accordingly to God's word, and in right measure. The only time that we really should be looking to others is to make sure that they're doing okay. Besides that, our responsibility is to them, not for them. We are expected to do whatever we can to help, and keeping in mind John 14, 12, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me, Jesus, will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these he, will he do, because I am going to the Father, which is made possible through the Holy Spirit, and all glory belongs to God. But we are not the Savior, the Redeemer, that's Jesus. We are but vessels to carry out God's will, and we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Our responsibility lies that we are to love others, but through faith and obedience, we learn what we can do for them. So having said our responsibility is to them and not for them doesn't negate the, the latter part at all. If there is an inclination or leading or an opportunity rises where we can do something for somebody, especially if it brings glory to God, then of course we should take that. But it does not mean that every situation or every person you encounter that that will apply. We can actively seek to do so, but if that's not the case, then our responsibility lies that we are to love them nonetheless. And as it tells us in Colossians 3.12, to clothe ourselves in compassion, in tender-hearted mercy, in kindness, in humility, gentleness, and patience, we are each responsible for our own conduct. Which leads me to the first piece of scripture I'll be placing emphasis on in this episode, which is John chapter 21, verse 21-22. to When Peter saw him, the follower Jesus loved, Behind them, he asked Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, Perhaps I want him to live until I come back. That should not be important to you. You follow me. And I really love the last part where Jesus tells us, you should, That should not be important to you. You follow me. We can get so wrapped up, involved, or distracted by the lives of others that we derail our time, focus, and desire to seek out what God has willed for our lives. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't become so enwrapped in the lives of others that you begin to follow them. It's okay to have people you look up to, but never to the extent that they become a substitute for God himself. It's okay to be or show concern for others, but not to the point that becomes a burden on our behalf, a weight or responsibility that was never ours to carry. 
because as it tells us in Hebrews 12 2, this is the message uh, translation, keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. And we should be just like Jesus, unwavering, determined, and walking in purpose. Humble and selfless, yet he never lost sight of his goal and God's will. Learning to discern what is right from wrong, we must do our best to present ourselves to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Focus on following the footsteps of Jesus and what he tells us in his word, obeying his commands. Focus on producing good fruit. Be accountable and responsible for your own conduct. Focus on loving God and others and helping when and where you can. Focus on being faithful with the things you've been entrusted with, from time, relationships, talents, school, work, and your faith which comes from God himself. With all that said, we should not be focusing on competing or comparing ourselves to others. All of us have different sets of gifts and talents, but nonetheless, in peace, in harmony, and in love, we should rather be working together as a body of Christ, uplifting and encouraging one another in humility, helping and reaching out when the occasion calls for it. How God will use you may not be to the same extent as another person, but regardless, it's the same God, the same Spirit, and His grace that enables any of us to do the works He has willed for our lives. I understand the desire to be or want to do more for God. I've definitely been there, but that's where we have to check our motives also. Do we want to? in order to for self-gain or to be recognized by others of what we know when at the end of the day the knowledge and wisdom you have pertaining to christ comes from god himself so we have nothing to boast for but god but if self-gain is not your goal and it's from a pure heart that you are actively seeking and desiring god well it tells us in matthew 6 33 Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. It's not a matter of how or when God will use you, but that you obey and are patient, approaching God with a willing and submissive heart. Not our will, but his will be done. You know, it tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6, Godliness with contentment is a great gain. The way I see it is like a basketball game. If you're currently on the bench, waiting it out, resting and studying the strategies of the game, listening to the coach, in contrast to being in a season of drought, you could say, or just a season of rest in our walk in faith, make the most out of it. Do not sulk or simply lay back or be envious of those playing in the game or our brothers and sisters who are overtly being used by God. God may have to work in you before he can use you. Nonetheless, we should serve others with the gifts and talents God has entrusted us with and serve others as faithful stewards. Though, let's say you're a rookie to the game. As much as playing alongside others will 
teach you skills or even get you to be more familiar and get a feel of the game. It is the coach that sets the plays. He decides who the starting team is. He decides when to call a timeout or when to call you off the court or to put you in the game. No one knows the game more than the coach. And likewise with our walk in faith, no one knows best but God himself. I advise you if you are new in faith or maybe you're looking into starting to get more serious with God or whichever stage you're in right now, get to know him for who he truly is. Because what's the use of following someone you don't even know, right? How do you expect yourself to obey his commands and to trust him properly or completely or wholeheartedly? The purpose and motive behind everything that you're doing. What then would actually be driving you to do the things you do? Whether this episode will act as a mere reminder or assurance of your faith or as a wake-up call, I invite you to ask and reflect on the question, why am I doing what I'm doing? Is it for people? Is it for yourself? Is it done out of obligation or fear rather than love or devotion to God? Talk and meet with God today in complete honesty and in reverence. There is nothing hidden from Him and He loves you so much. Seek Him, His word and guidance always. He meets us in grace, in love, in correction, in discipline, in holiness and righteousness. He is our ever-present help in times of need. Alright, so that's it for this half of the episode. I decided to actually cut this in two parts just because it ended up really long. But if you're listening to this the day it was released, I should have the second part up either later today or tomorrow. But with that being said, I hope that this episode was of some help or encouragement to you. Know that God loves you so much. God bless you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye!